I got diagnosed with stage four prostate cancer. The medical community said there's no hope, but when I had an encounter with Jesus, I got a miraculous healing. And I went on a journey to find out who this Jesus is. Real life starts now. This is Real Life Radio Show with On Lay. I felt alone. I felt lost. I felt scared. Real stories. I was so desperate in living such a dark and callous life. Real people. I was thinking there was no purpose for my life. There's no reason for me to be here. Real problems. I told my dad, if you try to take these drugs, I'm going to kill you. One solution, God. Hope is a person, and his name is Jesus. And now your host, On Lay. Hi, this is Evangelist Don Lay. Welcome to the Real Life Radio Show, where we're going to talk to real people who had real problems but found answers in a real God. Now, lately, we have been talking about the true meaning of life and the purpose of trying to be a good person. Now, everyone you may talk to, if asked, they would say that it's very important to be a good person. Many times we think that if we're a good person, nothing bad would happen to us. But what happens when bad things do happen? Sometimes we can come to a crossroads and wonder, what's the purpose of doing all that? Is it really that fulfilling? And what truly brings that fulfillment? Well, in our last show, we had Chuck Keels share about how he got prostate cancer up to the level of stage four. And he talked about how there was no hope. The medical community said, basically, go home and just live a peaceful ending here. This is terminal. This is done. But then he had an incident where he had to go to an emergency room and he had some broken back issues. What happened was he had a very unexpected encounter where he saw a being or someone who was in a robe and basically touched him. And in that moment, that being disappeared and something whispered into his heart and said that you had just been in the presence of Jesus. After that, he discovered he received a miraculous healing, something that denied science. And he got a huge redirection in his life from that point. So Chuck, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Chuck, I mean, this is a moment where I think a lot of people will be like, well, I don't know. How do you even know? And I'm sure you get that all the time. How do you know that Jesus really healed you? How do you know? Like what really happened that you knew? Yes, this Jesus healed me. It was more or less the physical stuff. All of a sudden, I'm up the first night after I suffered a broken back, what they call a compression fracture, where two discs in my vertebrae collapsed because of the cancer. Wow. That night after having this encounter with Jesus touching my shoulder, I was up walking the floors in the hospital and they were blown away. So I started thinking something's going on here, but the pain stopped. The physical things that happened is what told me you absolutely were healed 100% (sighs) when Jesus touched your shoulder. You were healed 100% from cancer. That's amazing. And like, here you are today. How many years ago was this, Chuck? Seven years ago. And you're in complete remission? Oh, the medical industry, they won't stamp me in remission because it was stage four. There was so much of it in my body. Wow. But I don't go by the medical industry. I know that I was completely healed of cancer. I will not die of cancer. And I'm back doing, you know, anything I can do or want to do, including ride a bike 3,000 miles across the country. Yeah, you like did this thing where you tell us about that. Did the Lord give you that vision to ride your bike across the country like that? So I started helping cancer people because I felt that's where God wanted me to be. Wow. A cancer patient out of Maine. He has brain cancer. He's an avid cyclist. And he told me, you know, you should ride a bike across the country. You'll help 
grow a foundation that I started to help cancer people. And so I started training for it and I started praying through it. And I challenged my body in my fifties after stage four cancer and completed the ride. That's amazing. So in our last show, we did talk about how that as you started discovering and trying to find Jesus, you accepted him into your life and the Lord started guiding you. Like he told you to cut it out with the dating and he told you to wait for your wife. Did that eventually happen? Like, did you get married? I did. In my 50s, I thought, man, I'm getting older now. I'm going to grow old by myself. Wow. If that's what God wants me to do, I guess I can do that. Right. But I'd like to have somebody around to make memories with. Yeah. And a cancer patient, a stage four breast cancer patient, walked into my life. She was introduced to me because I was coaching and helping cancer people. Wow. And the conversations that we had over coffee started out about cancer, then went into being single parents. Mm. And as the conversations grew, I said, you know, I'd like to ask you out on a date because (laughs) this is still business. I'm still coaching a cancer person. Right. And she said, I'll go out with you on a date in one condition. What was that? You have to understand right now that you're number two because Jesus is number one. Oh my gosh. And I said, where have you been my entire life? Oh my gosh, Chuck. So like, this is like a fulfillment of God's promise. How long after he gave you the promise did this happen? So basically, I already heard a voice saying that, you know, I needed to learn some patience and I needed to mature, you know, things like that. (laughs) Right. Four months later of not dating, not asking anybody out, not accepting any offers. Wow. Four months later, focusing on me, our ministry was starting to develop. Wow. I focused on that. And four months later, this beautiful six foot tall, born in Holland, Hannah walked into my life. Wow. I mean, that is amazing. Now, how did coming to know Christ change how you felt about feeling unfulfilled in your life? Because, you know, you described in some of the previous shows that the success, all that stuff left you feeling so unfulfilled. How did coming to know Christ really fill you? How did that work? Well, I would have to say that the biggest thing is just knowing that he's in control of everything and specific things happen in your life for a reason that we may not understand as humans, as people. Mm -hmm. And also God's timing is completely different than what we would want things to be. Right. I would have gotten married straight out of my divorce 20 years ago Mm -hmm. um, if it was up to Chuck, but God had a plan. Right. And you even tried to. But it just didn't work. I did try to, and it didn't work. And so I realized that I bumped my head into the wall a lot throughout my life (laughs) trying to do Chuck's plan. Yeah. And what I realized is when I said, okay, God, I'm going to do your plan. And that's when the blessings started pouring in. Wow. And it's not like I didn't still have a human life. Right. I've got bills. I got kids I'm raising. You know, I'm trying to heal back from a broken back and my body melting from cancer. So I still had the human thing. So being saved, finding Jesus doesn't mean that you're not going to have aches and pains and bills and things like that. But the blessings that started pouring in blew me away. Wow. And it's incredible because it's been all around me my whole life, but I was trying Chuck's plan instead of God's plan. And I'm looking at things differently. It might be a sunset, a flower, a child, an elderly person. You're looking at things so differently that you know that this stuff doesn't happen without a touch from God. So you had a complete paradigm change is what it sounds like. You know, and you met your lovely wife, Hannah. There's something significant because you married someone where you guys are actually battling cancer together for her. Tell us a little bit about that. 
So we got married and Hannah was doing pretty good at that time. And three months after we got married, she had a spread. And stage four breast cancer is like stage four prostate cancer, stage four, any kind of cancer. Like I said, it runs around the body and goes to where it wants to go. Mm -hmm. And it's very scary stuff. It's cancer. And we know it takes lives every day. And so now we're on a journey together. And I basically went from the cancer guy with stage four cancer to the cancer caregiving person (sighs) taking care of my beautiful wife, who I'm just so much in love with. And over the last, you know, three years, she's had three major surgeries. She had a seven hour spinal surgery that left me in tears. Couldn't believe what was going on. So the journey, it's been a bit of a challenge, but also a huge growth in my faith. And even out walking my dog one morning, I said, God, you know, this is just so scary and I don't understand what's going on here. And I heard a voice in my head and it says, you're a fast miracle. She's a slow miracle. Mm. And another thing that's important to tell you that a healing from God may not be what a human thinks a healing from God is. Because we know that if they pass away, if they die... There's no pain. There's no suffering. Yeah, it's different. And if they're saved and they're walking with Christ, we also know where they're at. Wow. It's if you don't know where you're at in life and you're looking at death coming up is when it's real scary because you don't know where you're going to go. Chuck, that's so true. I love this story. Thank you so much for just sharing your life with us and the battle. And I believe that there's many who are listening right now. We're going to pray for Hannah for sure. So Chuck, thank you so much for joining us and just sharing your story of how Christ had done such an amazing work in your life. I really do believe it's going to be life-changing for someone who's listening, even right now. Thank you. And you can get involved with Chuck's new purpose. They started a Living Hope Cancer Foundation, and they offer free cancer coaching, and it can be found at getupandlive.org, getupandlive.org. Hold on there, guys. The show isn't over yet. Let's talk a little bit deeper about the meaning of life and about all of this and what it means for you right after the break. My friends, this is Evangelist Anlay, and I have a huge heart to study how Jesus is working in people's lives today and how he can change the lives of so many more. Will you partner with me to get this show on another radio station in a different state? Together, we're learning and demonstrating that Jesus is alive and touching lives everywhere. Help us to get out the good news. We're looking for monthly giving partners from $5 a month to $100 a month. Anything helps. You can learn more about this by going to awakeningthenations.com. That's awakeningthenations.com. Real Life Radio is a ministry of Awakening the Nations, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that depends on your donations. If you would like to find out more about Awakening the Nations or make a tax-deductible donation, please visit our website at awakeningthenations.com or call us at 877-480-4477. That's awakeningthenations.com or 877-480-4477. More real life starts now. Welcome back to the show. We're going to go deeper into what you just heard. So what do you think about this? Let's talk about how all this works. You're hearing how Chuck's vision changed and focused on gathering meaning in his life by knowing Jesus, and he discovered the true meaning of life through Jesus. How does that even work? Well, it's a mystery, but it does work, this I know. In our last show, we talked about the ancient scriptures where Jesus said, if we deny ourselves for Jesus' sake, we will find the true meaning of our lives. How does finding Jesus bring that about? Well, it's written in ancient scriptures. 
and John chapter 1, 3 through 4. All things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that was made. In him was life, and the life was a light of man. You know what that means? All things on this earth and this universe were made through Jesus, including you. Not through evolution or the hands of natural selection, but were made through him. He's the true reason why you and I were made. He's the author of our creation. You see, this is not just some doctrine to convince people to follow an empty religion. This is Chuck's story. And without this being true, Chuck's story would never have worked. But it does because when he got that cancer and then he woke up to wanting to know the true purpose of his destiny, he found that destiny in the relationship with Jesus Christ. He found out why he was truly made and who he truly was. And I'm sensing right now, there's somebody who's saying, I want to know why I was made. I want to know who I truly am. Lord Jesus, I'm praying for that person. And we know that you are the key. So Lord Jesus, we want to turn that key. We receive you into our lives. We believe in you. We want to follow you. We want to deny our lives and follow after you. Show us the truth. Show us the meaning of our lives, Lord God. In Jesus' mighty name. I hope you're blessed by this testimony. And I know that your life was touched. If you want to know more about us or to make a tax-deductible donation, please check us out at AwakeningTheNations.com. That's AwakeningTheNations.com. See you next time.